0: what's up guys, Rick from DFS on demand here with your one and done preview for this week's Genesis invitational. And oh my God, is this field absolutely stacked last week was a weird situation. Didn't really know who to take at Pebble beach. You either going up and getting DJ, you were sticking with Phil, or you were just grabbing somebody else that was available to you. There was really no clear path around here. Um, there's kind of really no clear path for this week, but that is because there is a bounty full of riches around Genesis and around Riviera. So let's, let's hop into, uh, let's hop into this. So this is the one and done, uh, tool that I have on DFS on You can go over here and, and check it out. Uh, but like Bubba, uh, I think very clearly is going to be one of the more popular one and done picks for, this week, and he probably should be. Uh, Bubba would have been popular here no matter what his lead-in form was. Actually, let me see if I can find what his lead-in form was last year real quick. All right, so these are the game logs that I just pulled up, and here is uh, Bubba last year at the Genesis. So he came in, I guess a fourth place at Scottsdale would have started to move the needle on him. But before that, he missed the cut at YLI, finished 31st out of probably 30 something at the Tournament of Champions, 12th out of 18 at the Hero World Challenge, 29th out of probably 30 at the Tour Championship. So it is safe to say Bubba was playing pretty much like hot garbage leading into this event last year outside of the event directly before. Uh, a fourth-place finish at Waste Management. And even with that being said, this was the most popular place to use Bubba in the Gup's Corner 1 and done last year, uh, which I think is logical. And now that we've got Bubba coming in on a bit of a heater with, like, a sixth-place finish and a fourth-place finish in his last two starts, and now getting to Genesis, where he's won three times, I, I... it is almost certainly going to be uh, a big Bubba week, so I think it's fine. I like if I'm if you're going to use Bubba here, that's one thing. I'll probably wait and save him for this spot over here at the uh, TPC River Highlands, which is Travelers, and uh, go from there. There's there's kind of a few natural Bubba spots on the on the uh, on the schedule, and you can see last year's ownership. Uh, Bubba was the, the highest owned golfer. Uh, Hideki came in next 276. So Bubba was 344, Hideki was 276, DJ was 251, Xander 222, uh JT 211, Rory McIlroy 208. So if I show you this on a on a graph version, let me pull up the the winner's path from last year. You can see um so the eventual winner actually had Tony Finau, but there are this is probably one of the few times in the year where One, two, three, four, five, six different golfers were owned more than 200 times. That's pretty significant. That to me says there are a lot of, you know, picks being spread around. And quite frankly, this field is deeper than it was last year. This is now an invitational. So you are getting um, larger prize pools. So I, I think that, you know, using one of these really good guys makes a lot of sense. So when we go over and look at some of these big dogs here, um, if we go over to full field values here, uh, I mean, it's absolutely stacked, right? You've got Rory up here. And again, this is one of the larger uh, prize purses. This purse is 11 out of 36. And uh, Rory, no surprise with how much win equity he has here, you know, certainly leads the way in expected value. Uh, nearly three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. We're getting the big, big numbers now. Uh, Justin Thomas up there. Uh, if, if you make the if you make the range shorter. So if we move this to. Like since 2019, I bet you John Rom pops up here. Oh wow, look at this! I mean, Rory gets even better. He's he's won so many events in the last uh, calendar year. Uh, you can see what a, what a massive he's, he's now over five hundred thousand dollars in expected value. Um, obviously, you know that's it's a, a much smaller sample size, so the results are going to be more volatile. But you can see how much money is up for grabs here. Um, I did want to go back and look at, uh, something really quick here. Let's go to, let's go to Rory and see where Rory was used last year. Uh, Arnold Palmer masters and open championship were the three places that he was used the most. Any like, uh, Genesis was probably his fifth most used spot here. Um, I like I don't mind using uh, one of the big boys here. You know, if, if Rory gets used, I think that's, I think that's fine because this prize pool is bigger than it was last year for the Genesis. I believe now that it's an invitational. Um, so I, I certainly don't mind that. However, I will say, I think the strategy uh, should be to get one of the second tier studs. Uh, for example, Patrick Cantlay is, in my opinion, a very good one and done this week. Here's Patrick Cantlay. Uh, We have seen him win uh, invitationals. He won the Memorial. That's an invitation. That's a very difficult field. He's playing well. He has good history around here. And there isn't a natural fit for Patrick Cantlay. And in fact, uh, 300 of you, 290 of you have already used him. They've used it. You used him last week. So I do feel that this is a pretty good spot for someone like a Cantley or even someone like a Hideki. If you have not used Hideki yet through waste management, uh, where do you intend on using him? Because you can see if we look at last, if you look at last week, uh, excuse me, last year. Uh, incredibly popular at the waste management. And then uh, he was popular here at the Genesis, but like, you know, he he doesn't get used all that much. Already a thousand of you have used Hideki. 32 used him at Sony, 447 used him at the Farmers, and 531 used him at waste management. So what is that? Like a third of the field? It's quite possible that Hideki is the most used golfer so far. So if you look at it that way, Now you get Hideki, who, you know, just playing, he's playing just fine. The putter stinks, we know that. But the rest of his game, right on, right on, right on, uh, right where we'd expect it to be, excuse me. And the record around here is pretty great ninth place last year, uh, 11th in 2016, and fourth in 2015. Yeah, he did miss the cut in 2017 and he didn't play in 2018, but that's three top 11 finishes in his last four trips here. So there's really no reason to knock Hideki, and now that this prize pool is much larger, like that's a really good spot. Even someone like Tony Finau, if you haven't used Tony Finau, let's see, let's see who's used Tony. Tony's the perfect skill set. He's the absolute perfect skill set around here. It's just a matter of yes, I know he can't win, uh, blah blah blah, all that stuff, right? But um, he's already been used. 550 times you know 458 used him at the farmer's insurance so finau's already been pretty heavily used i wouldn't mind going with him there and then if you really wanted to get deeper this is such a such a star-studded field like going deep is still getting some really impressive golfers um what about a patrick reed or a mark leishman i'll show you patrick reed here but what about mark leishman uh patrick reed He will be very popular at Valspar. He will be very popular at... He was very popular at the 3M last year. And at the Wyndham. Other than that, he doesn't really get picked anywhere. Uh, But he hits his long irons well. He plays long courses very well. We know he can win in deep fields like the Northern Trust and the Masters. Ever heard of that tournament? So uh, Patrick Reed is certainly in play. I like Mark Leishman. That's probably a little bit too deep. But what about, um, I keep saying what about, what about Justin Rose? I mean, the bounce back of Rose off of the missed cut at Farmers is kind of interesting too, right? I mean, people are going to save him for, you know, Arnold Palmer Invitational was his second most popular uh, event last year. And this is essentially the same thing. You know, the Arnold Palmer is going to be an event that uh, mimics how difficult the course is going to be, how deep the field is going to be. And while Rose hasn't played here in, uh, he hasn't played here since 2017, he, he was fourth that year and 16th the year prior. So uh, what I'm getting at here is I believe that you have, Quite a few really good options. I think the play is to take a second-tier stud. uh, There's plenty of them here. And try to just... Uh, especially guys with, with high, uh, win upside or win equity, uh, Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantlay, um, Hideki even, um, who am I showing right now? I mean, Tony Finau, I know the whole win equity thing, Justin Rose. I think they're all in play. So I'm going to go with a second tier stud, um, in my line, in my lineup and hope to pick the right one while saving my top tier studs for later in the season. All right, that's it. Let me know who you're going with. Tweet me. It's at Rick run good or leave a comment below. See ya.